This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri Salam and welcome everyone to the Halftime Show today on a Wednesday. And boy, do we have a great show in store for you today. The first segment, I'll tell you what, I'm super excited because we speak to the UAE Pro League CEO, Walid Al-Husani, who discusses the final preparations ahead of Shabab Al-Ahli versus Al-Nasr's Cup final game in the Arabian Gulf Cup. And I can't wait to share with you what he has to say because he's got a lot of good things happening especially in the UAE with the development phase and also you know introducing a lot of activities a lot of uh, innovations coming up which has shown uh, you know the development and the how much it's evolved here in the UAE so that's the first thing the second thing is Barcelona are coachless for now and and a new coach has come on board following Valverde's departure my question is are Barcelona coachable? Now, I put something on my Instagram recently asking, with the consideration of how old the players are, especially the attacking lineup, and the issues they've had, the previous Champions League winners, Rijkaard, Guardiola and Enrique, have been very successful, but not so successful after that. And despite them being top of the league, they felt it very uh, important to sack their manager now and replace him with someone who used to manage Real Betis. So what do you guys think? Text us on 4215. It's a lot or do or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio. I want to hear from you. And on the third segment, we're talking about injuries, setbacks and how that affects you mentally. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse95. Pulse95. This is the halftime show with Omar Duri on Pulse95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. It is with great pleasure I interview uh, Mr. Walid Al-Husni, the CEO of the Pro League. Thank you so much for coming on. Welcome, Mr. Walid. Hi, hi Omar. Good to be there uh, again. With Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And with the new year starting, expectations are high because obviously the UAE has set some very high standards. How has the uh, preparation for the Gulf Cup final come so far? Well, our preparation is going fast pace. As you know, the duration between the semi-final and final is uh, too short. It's only seven days. Yes. And uh, we are excited uh, to host uh, the final since it's going to be between Al-Nasr and uh, Shabab Lahli. Mm-hmm. Two strong teams have a great player profile, locally, internationally. And uh, yeah, we are excited. Things are moving uh, progress very quickly. It's good and it's also, like you said, with Al-Nasr and Shabab Al-Ahri, it's been a good advert for the game. The fact that they've reached the final in the manner that they have has really showed um, the local development as well as the international scene as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I think Shabab Al-Ahri has one of the best uh, youth academies in the UAE. Uh, they have proven uh, to deliver first-class quality when it comes to talent especially local talent. Now you can add also to the experts who born in UAE and they are uh, rising and shining in the 
Arabian Gulf Cup and Arabian Reserve League that I think in the near future we'll see new stars that will uh, ball in UAE. Absolutely, and the development is what I love about this, uh, you know, this this route to the final. In the sense that not only is the the national team benefiting from this, but also the the league itself has a different feel to it when it comes to you know the final preparations for this spectacle. Uh, I agree with you because the opportunity is limitless. If you can think about it now, the. When we always try to target the expat communities who are in UAE, uh, it was a little bit different because the club's players are only entitled for the local uh, players. But now, since the experts are eligible to be players and to be part of the club, so they become part of the club community. Absolutely. And this is also one of the strategic uh, objectives of the decree of His Highness to allow the experts uh, to be uh, eligible to enroll to the clubs. Now, you can attract the players, their kids, and their siblings, their friends, their fathers, their uh, guardians. And that, this is brought to attract all the community. And I think this has helped us a lot uh, recently, especially when we announced that we are uh, targeting uh, and having a community initiative for the schools and public area. And uh, basically with the talent, it's going to be even easier and faster. And it gives also the expats and the ones that are UAE-based and born to be able to develop through the system and have their education in football, you know, made on home soil, which is for me, Mr. Walid, one of the most refreshing things to hear as, as a coach myself and as someone who, you know, appreciates and respects the game. It's such a different uh, feel now to the UAE Pro League with this uh, implementation. I understand you are asking about the difference now between the area now and the, before the, the decree being announced. Yes, so now with with having this uh, this um, appreciation to develop expats and also the ones that are UAE based, this adds something new to the league. Yes, and I'm very very happy okay. to see. Um, then, uh, when when. Uh, we can, we can, it's too early, too early to give a final uh, decision or final evaluation of the project. But in general, during the past 18 months, I think uh, there's a new uh, rising start coming. Yes. And uh, we can see that a few have a uh, big evidence uh, our uh, Olympic national team. Yes, absolutely. You can see the quality, the... Uh, diversity of the talents that they have and 90% of the squad are playing in the first team in the Pro League and this is something happening for the first time in the UAE history. Yes, and, and, and can uh, only enhance the development. Give you an indication, give an indication that the clubs now focus on the youth, uh, focus on the talent and again, as I mentioned, to have uh, a uh, resident who born in UAE that can uh, have a big opportunity to represent the national team. Yes, that's fantastic. And you know, uh, Mr. Wade, a lot happens in the space of 18 months. And last year when we spoke, you were talking to me about the experience from a fan's perspective and how much work and I know how much you've put behind the scenes to be able to give the fans a great experience at these matches. With the cup final coming up, what kind of facilities can we expect for the fans and things to look forward to? Well, this is... Uh 
Uh, I'm glad to announce that we already sold more than 75% of the tickets. So the people are eager and hungry for this game. As for the experience, uh, we have a lot of surprises for our fans. Every time when we organize a final MR, we always try to convert the match to be a carnival, a festival, entertaining festival, not only a football match. So we think of the 360 view of the fan experience once they arrive to the venue. There will be uh, entertainment elements, there will be uh, uh, circus tour, there will be uh, fan zone for the fans, there will be several uh, food trucks and uh, music atmosphere with DJ, which will give you the vibes and uh, readiness for the match. Once you enter the venue before the kickoff, there will be giveaways for the fans like scarves, uh, shirts, uh, bracelets uh, with the themed logos and the UE flag uh, logos. Also, we'll, uh, we'll have a pre-match uh, uh, ceremony. We'll, we will reveal for a new trophy. So for this time, uh, since Shabab and Ahli owned the uh, previous uh, trophy, when they won, won it for four times, now uh, we have to reveal the new trophy. It's going to be an elegant, uh, nice, elite uh, piece of art that uh, will surprise all uh, the fans. I'm really looking forward to it and I, and I, for me myself especially knowing that as soon as it hits 90 minutes if it's still a draw it goes straight into penalties which builds up that anticipation even more and I'm sure it's going to be an incredible cup final uh, thank you so much Mr. Walid for your time uh, and for your energy as always it's an honour to have you on the Halftime Show You're most welcome Imran and always glad to be with the podcast and uh, before I uh, end, I just want to remind you, if anyone bought the tickets online, he will be eligible to win uh, Audi A3 car. And this is, will be a great opportunity for to uh, enjoy the game and get a, a grand prize at the end. So for all our listeners that have bought it online, guys, there's so much that is coming through and so many uh, chances to win prizes, activations, and it's going to be a real experience at the stadium. So make sure uh, you enjoy and have fun with the family. Mr. Walid, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Pulse95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. And that was the CEO of the UAE Pro League talking about the Arabian Gulf Cup, which is happening um, on Friday between Shabab Al-Ahli and Al-Nasr. Um, really, really like the fact that they uh, spend a lot of time on, uh, on preparing the experience for the fans as well as the actual game that is taking you by storm so that's great to see that um always a good time to speak to mr walid al-hassani very very cool guy um we're talking now about barcelona now we have a few barcelona fans who are uh tuned in and um i'll tell you one thing barcelona uh sacked valverde um and got the new coach for those that don't know kiki setien um now how do you feel about that barca fans don't you think that you should be getting someone that's going to command the dressing room um i understand it's more about the way you play and the approach uh but bringing someone on board who's managed real betis compared to the uh superstars barcelona have the question i put on instagram um and i want to hear your thoughts on this 
is are Barcelona coachable? Now think about that. Um, are they coachable? Now when you look at the characters and the personalities in their squad, um, especially at this transition period, which is what a lot of Barca fans say. Now even though despite them being top of the league with Real Madrid, when you look at the players and their ages, uh, Leo Messi to start off with, just to start with one of the you know smaller names in the in the team. Uh, the big superstar is 32 years old. Um, you've got Luis Suarez, 32. You've got uh, Dembele, 32. You've got Sergio Busquets, 31. Uh, you have uh, Gerard Piquet, 32. Uh, Ter Stegen, 27. But goalkeepers can last longer than that. Now, Barcelona are going through a transition phase now. Bringing in a manager, what can they offer those senior players um, that will be different to Valverde? Now, the previous formulas that have worked, and when I say work, not just winning the league, but also winning the Champions League. The ones that have worked are people that have the DNA installed in them, meaning they're ex-Barca players and they follow the philosophy behind Barcelona. Frank Rijkaard, Pep Guardiola, and Luis Enrique. They won the Champions League. That's when you really stamp your authority uh, across the world because it puts you in contention with the World Club Cup championship and then also puts you in contention of being the best team in Europe. Barca haven't done that for a while now. So bringing on this coach, what can he offer? A style of play. He has mentioned Johan Cruyff uh, and the fact that he believes in that philosophy. Well, guess what? So do I. <laughs> I'm sat here, um, you know, in the studio telling you about it. So that's one thing. It's also the fact that what can the new coach bring to the table um, hopefully he'll have the players by his side. So that's the first thing I would like to say because if he does that, the dressing room will be united. There are people who haven't quite hit the mark that we expected and when I look at that, um, Usman Dembele, you know, he's only 22, about 75 million rated on, on the market, let's say. Antoine Griezmann just signed at 28. Um, for me, Ansu Fati, uh, the 17-year-old prodigy, the left winger, is is uh, with Spanish nationality, um, is interesting. Frankie De Jong, obviously, 22. Um, those are the players I look at and think, you know what? Yes, I, I I can see something really building from that. But even your Rakitic, who's 31, um, they let go of Coutinho as well. So there's going to have to be a major clean-out at Barcelona, and once that does happen, we will get a better idea of, you know, what identity they have and it's not often you you question Barcelona's identity but even with those superstars you have moments of genius but no consistency and I think that's what we've been struggling with before we used to have La Liga with the best players in the world your Messi's your Ronaldo's um, and it really hasn't lived up to that expectation there's still some incredible games some incredible players but it's not quite there yet so Barca fans this is when I want to hear what you have to say. Is this a beginning of a new era? And what I mean by that, whoever does come in, is this temporary? Because according to reports, Ronald Koeman was the number one target um, for Barcelona. And Javi was also a target for Barcelona. Now, I respect Javi not taking the offer, even though he was offered his dream job. But also because he's he's earning his, let's say, stripes. He's working, obviously, in Al-Sad, uh, in Qatar at the moment, now coaching over there. And with the World Cup coming up, I can imagine him trying to develop. I think it's eight players who play for our side, play for the national team. So that's very good for his development as well as a coach. 
and eventually he will become Barcelona boss. Let's not get that twisted. He will definitely be Barcelona boss. Ronald Koeman would have made the most sense because of the identity of the style of football he plays with who he has already there. And that's kind of my idea of how that's going about. But what do you guys think? Text us on 4215, do or slide into our DMs on Instagram at omaldouri or Pulse95 Radio. And let me know what you think. I really want to hear it. Barca fans, is this a good move? Kike Setien, the 61-year-old, is Barcelona coach. I want to hear all about it. More coming up next on injuries, setbacks, and the mental game behind recovery on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse95. You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Oh, he left the car. This is the Halftime Show with Omar al on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonder. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al Now, if you're just tuning in and want to catch up on any of our shows, don't worry. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Just type in the Halftime Show with Omar al and we are there. We have some fantastic guests talking about some incredible topics like mental health, gut health, strength and conditioning, and how to improve performance mentally and physically. I had some fantastic, fantastic guests on there, especially over the Christmas period and New Year. We had some really, really cool guests. So hop over there and find out. And I got to give a couple of shout outs as well. Um, We've got Bell Z in the building, Ala, tuning from Saudi, Dodi from the UK, Tanya as well. I think she's in India at the moment now. Iskandar just jumped in as well. So we have a lot of, and Murad, of course, from the UAE. I can't forget him. He's a regular. So thank you so much for tuning into the Halftime Show. Remember, it would be nothing without you guys. And we are talking about injuries and setbacks now. And Tanya was mentioning it earlier during the break and said to me that, you know, how, what it takes to kind of overcome that. Now, a lot of the time, depending on the injury, and I'm just going to highlight one of the most common ones, which is an ACL, anterior cruciate ligament, which is in the knee, um, and it takes some time. Now, there is three different grades of that, which takes longer to recover. Uh, Sometimes when you get into a really bad um, sprain or you get into something that can affect your injury, um, I actually believe that the mental side takes over. Why? Because you're not able to participate or be part of let's say if it's a team sport or even just going to the gym and being able to be mobile enough to do many many things uh there is so many things you can do um that you take for granted normally then you get injured and all of a sudden you can't do as much of that as possible uh and that is for any sport now the mental side of it is key and that's something that you normally take for granted when you have full mobility and and full movement biomechanically. Now, the way I see it is focus on what you can do and don't let what you have distort the end goal. And sometimes it really does take an injury to be able to put things in perspective. Obviously, when it comes down to that, you still have your upper body if it was an ACL injury and even the muscles that are around the knee, which eventually has to be reconstructed depending on the grade of injury you will then have to focus on because once you get back and you go through physiotherapy or surgery or you know seeing a specialist it requires you to be able to um, strengthen the other muscles around it and that is super key when it comes down to um, recovery and injuries now work on your weaknesses and that's something that sometimes we always like 
overlook prevention and we focus on cure and prevention always comes ahead of cure because the moment you start to work on prevention exercises and I have a fantastic physio shout out to Miffy who's taught me that um, whenever you have prevention exercises that just prolongs your ability to move freely and to be injury free and that's something that you know we always try and set ourselves and people have said you know what have you set for your new year's resolution is it something to do with fitness i'll tell you one thing it's to do with being healthy and setting yourself a target every month so you beat the january phase where people say oh well that was january we're good let's go back to normal no try to set yourself a goal every single month set yourself a new challenge and put things into perspective if you're unable to run a result because of injury it's uncommon to miss the physical and mental challenge of training the mental side of things plays a huge part set yourself realistic goals as well folks if you haven't run for a while start to walk if you start to walk jog if you start to jog build it up to a run and then eventually sprint those are the type of goals you have to set yourself because at the end of the day you can't get into sprint mode without the earlier phases and that's exactly what i say and also hold yourself accountable massively massively when it comes down to these things it's very important to hold yourself accountable because there's no one else to blame but yourself and that is something that at the end of the day it's very easy for us naturally to feel sorry for ourselves with whatever we have trust me we all go through it we all face it regardless of how fit you are how strong you are and how experienced you are take your time be patient and everything will come in due time timing is everything and that's exactly my advice to you guys and everyone who is tuned in on the instagram live shout out to you guys thank you so much for tuning in uh, coming up next we answer your questions about the topics we've mentioned today um, we've mentioned barcelona are they coachable with their new coach who let's say is not a household name but even at 61 has a lot of experience in his philosophy we spoke with the ceo of the uae pro league ahead of the arabian gulf cup mr elid al-husani who was very very informative in the plans he has for the final coming up this week and next it's your time to shine questions and answers on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 oh he loves the fire and what a goal this is the halftime show with omar adori on pulse 95 nice strike oh better than nice wonderful welcome back to the halftime show with omar adori i'm your host covering everything sport international local wow we've had some good topics today um starting off with the ceo of the uae pro league it's always a good time speaking to him giving me the insight on what to look forward to for the arabian gulf cup final between shabab al-ahli and al-nasr and then we were talking about barcelona now barca fans i know you are out there screaming at the radio text us on 4215 or do or slide into the dms on instagram at omar durio pulse 95 radio and tell me how you really feel about your new coach taking over is it what you expected in the sense of all the names you were linked with from ronald kuman to javi maybe even allegri to getting setian is it almost underwhelming to have him as your coach i've also had some very very good um comments and shout out to mikey as well who's tuned in on the instagram live i've had some very good comments from our listeners about injuries now tanya recovered from an acl and she was talking about the mental side of game and appreciating things a lot more after she got injured um dedicating a lot of stuff to fitness now which is very very important uh, for your health and belzy also mentioned that um she took up crossfit which was new 
and said that, you know, since the injury it hasn't really been the same for her to come back. Well, as I said about prevention, when it comes down to looking after your body, it might be slow paced, it might be steady, but, you know, stability is key in order for you to be able to, you know, uh, rock and move and, and just kind of be mobile. And even with uh, Murad also told me that he had a shoulder injury as he left a comment saying he had three surgeries, I believe, in a shoulder and it hasn't been the same. Again, when it comes down to that, you know, see a specialist that really knows what they're talking about. Um, Mobility is key. And also just biomechanically moving in different planes. So you have three different types of planes. You have your frontal, your sagittal, and your transverse. And being able to move the body in those three different planes normally will allow you to be free when it comes to the movement side of things. So that's what I would advise. Um, we got a comment coming in. If you will talk about the way he's playing. Yeah, he's good. And it's matching with us about his CV and pressure and big games. This is the risk. And Mike is talking about Barcelona um, and uh, and how the style of play might suit, but maybe not the name. And shout out to Alyssa as well, who's, uh, who's tuned in on the Instagram live on the halftime show. Yes, Mikey, I do agree. Um, stylistically, it might be what you're looking for in the sense that you want to be attacking. And also, he said the right words when he mentioned Cruyff. I think that gets you the job straight away. But Barcelona are a big name, folks. Whether you're a Barca fan or not, Barcelona haven't, you know, since Rijkaard, Guardiola and Luis Enrique won the Champions League, it hasn't been the same. And that kind of um, authority and and kind of giant um, stature that they have has kind of fallen off a bit. You know, they did beat Liverpool in the first leg and then lost the second one. I think that's the difference. Maybe choice of recruitment, maybe who they trust and who makes the decisions at Barcelona. That's another thing that's coming up um, and, and that's something that I want to kind of touch on when, I, when it comes down to what happens behind the scenes I always talk about you know it's great to see things in the headlines and newspapers when things are going right but what happens when it doesn't go to plan and that's exactly you know what I want to touch on when it comes down to the different coaching methods and the way they treat the athletes as a human being and as an athlete there's two different things some people react in different ways so that's regarding barcelona mikey so thank you for that comment um and i'm i'm sure you know you guys are wondering where can we hear more of this don't worry guys apple podcast and soundcloud just type in the halftime show with omar duri and i am there and the guests that i have are even better so make sure you tune into that it's coming up to full time on the halftime show thank you for tuning in wherever you are around the world it's been a pleasure remember mondays wednesdays and saturdays three to four we are there love you guys be good stay stay tuned on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 salam this is pulse 95 tune in live every monday wednesday and saturday from 3 p.m